Howden starts it out, maybe a three-on-one. Right side, Howden comes in with Colasar, got to do it, he scores! Because one hour isn't enough, we welcome you back for hour number two of the Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show. Harvinson looking for more, shooting, kick save! Swap flexes out with the right pass. Now it's behind the goal, another try, another save, Grossois! Chevrolet, Fox Sports Las Vegas Studios, and live at lvsportsnetwork.com with your hosts, Darren Millard and Ryan Wallace. First show of the week, we are on the air from Finley Volkswagen in the Valley Automall. Uh, looking forward to chatting with everybody. 702-876-1340. Lines are open. We have callers standing by, but want to get into uh, your thoughts. Uh, normally, we do this every Monday to kick off the week, uh, but we saved it to Wednesday because we didn't have any shows yesterday. Uh, <laughs> so that was a simple decision. And uh, we made the uh, the delicate uh, uh, switch to open the phones in hour number two because we wanted to give you the lay of the land regarding oh, what's happened in the last couple of days with Evgeny Dodonov. And then we'll get into the team and the record and what uh, lies ahead for this final stretch drive post-trade deadline. But uh, let's start it off. Darren Millard along with Ryan Wallace at the BGK Insider Show. Number one caller today, Kevin from South Dakota. How are you? Where are you calling from? Uh, Sioux Falls. Can you hear All me? All right. Welcome. Hey, guys. So I, I have a question for you. So if Gatinoff, if he had his proof of submission of his no-trade clause, yep. and Ottawa obviously didn't think that he had it submitted on time, or it sounds like they were wrong, on the submission of the no trade clause, let's say, um, let's say Vegas ends up out of the playoffs by one game or two points. You know, Dadnoff was on fire and playing well. Is Vegas owed damages, or what about his salary the last couple of games? I mean, how is that all covered? You know, do you see any recourse on that side to say, you know, Vegas happened not to make the playoffs or something like that? Yeah, I, I don't know about that. I'm sure that there's uh, some some hard questions being asked of uh, of the Ottawa Senators in in this regard, and that's been uh, certainly uh, put to them uh, during the course of the investigation by the National Hockey League and trying to to get to the bottom of it. Uh, and uh, I would uh, assume that uh, that Vegas and Anaheim aren't very happy right now mm-hmm. with with that uh, that situation, how it, how it got to this. But as far as damages. Um, I I don't think so. No, no. Vegas wouldn't necessarily be entitled to any award, but could I see uh, Ottawa being fined mm-hmm. or any type of uh, loss of a draft pick? I think you uh, that would be uh, on the table. I could see that, but I don't see Vegas being awarded anything uh, because of uh, of the clerical. Uh, situation regarding Dodonov's no-movement clause or 10-team or, or list. Good question, though, Kevin. Uh, appreciate it. Uh, say hi to everybody in Sioux Falls and uh, all the Vegas Golden Knight fans out in that direction. Stephanie, welcome to the VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Hi, guys. How are you doing? Good. So, I um, like, I just, I really feel bad for Dodonov and just having to go through all of this. Yep. And you know, it, it seems like the result is kind of going to be the same result that we got from not a major. It's just like a big shrug and we like with the not a major issue, it gets addressed so that this doesn't happen to another player again, because it's really just, it's not fair to the player to be put in that situation. And it's not fair to the teams that, you know, didn't have all of the information that they should have. So hopefully that's something that just gets addressed 
with that being said, I, I'm personally glad that we'll have at least have the Donoff back and available versus the limbo. I think it's better than just being in limbo and, you know, where is he? Who's he playing for? What's going on? So at least there's, there's resolution, which I was actually worried that we might not get until after the show today. So yay. Good to hear you guys thoughts on that. And I personally don't mind having the, our hour, our hour pushed back to the second hour to get like the lowdown real quick. So we're not asking questions you guys are already going to answer. Yeah. So I, I mean, you know, for, for me, it, it like, I, I'm right there with you in just in terms of getting Dodonov back into the lineup, because for, for a Golden Knights team right now, it's pretty simple, right? Like you need wins and there's, there's 16 games left. You look at where this team is right now and in kind of that playoff race in, in, in the standings and, the Donov in the lineup gives you what you needed over the last two games, and that's that's at least the threat right outside of your top line of putting the puck in the back of the net. And I, I think that's really where um, getting him back in should help this Golden Knights team. And, and frankly, um, he's here. He wants to be here. He wants to play. He wants to contribute. And I, I don't see any reason why, uh, if he's available, and, and he is, He's not in the lineup tomorrow night for the Vegas Golden Knights. Stephanie, thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Uh, as always, a uh, great contributor to the VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Uh, a line open, 702-876-1340. If you call, you get a busy signal. Uh, we are going to get to as many callers as we can, so keep trying and uh, keep dialing those phones. Uh, 702-876-1340. Back to the phone lines. Mike, you're on the air. Well, they're even calling from Sioux Falls today. It shows Isn't you amazing? how much <laughs> that's something. Uh, but it, it shows you how big this deal is. And here I'm going to say this. I listened to the Nashville podcast uh, at 3 o'clock just to hear what others are saying, especially our next opponent. And I hope we can shove those words in their throats on uh, tomorrow night because they were most unkind and said horrible things about the Knights and their whatever their mistake, whoever's mistake it was. So let's hope that we can make Nashville eat their own words tomorrow night. Here's the question that I have, and that is when things are back to whatever normal is, and of course this season there is no normal, when things get to the point where maybe Stone or Martinez or Pacioretty or whomever is ready to play again, can they not just release or put on waivers, da da off, or maybe even Brassois for the purpose of giving them their unconditional release? Wouldn't that effectively answer the question? No, he's got a contract, and uh, no, no, that's that's not going to happen. Uh, you 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 can cut loose players. It has to be in more of an agreement uh, situation to void a contract for their, their unconditional release. We've, we've seen that happen uh, in, in cases in the past, but uh, if, if that was the case, there'd be uh, players flying everywhere and guaranteed contracts are guaranteed in the National Hockey League. Um, the overly simple situation, but, uh, but no, uh, that, can't, uh, that can't happen. And as far as like the Nashville podcast, uh, and I think it's amazing, Mike, uh, quite frankly, that you do that, uh, that you listen to, to teams uh, podcasts that, uh, that are coming up and, and going to be the opposition mm-hmm. of the Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, this is, uh, this, 
there's been the insinuation that there was uh, uh, trying to make this trade happen and and everything was not the up and up. And I can't tell everybody enough that Central Registry accepted this deal. Yeah. They approved the trade of the Donov uh, to Anaheim and the, the money coming in and the, the, the various elements of the deal. It was, this was not uh, getting to that stage and, and hoping that Dodonov would, would waive the, the no-move clause and, and accept the trade to Anaheim. It was fully on the up and up uh, to the point that the National Hockey League gave it its approval. And if if Dodonov and his agent hadn't been able to to produce that receipt of the email of the uh, ten teams that that were submitted and it was submitted on time, uh, this deal would 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 have gone through. So uh, in, in that regard, uh, to to the teams and all the uh, commentators that that just want to take uh, take pot shots, uh, they're misguided in this position. And if you are going to take, everybody wants somebody to blame. Mm-hmm. Like we yeah. love finding somebody to blame. We're going to get to to Lou in a second. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but in in this case, everybody's right. Everybody's wrong. Like it, there's there's no blame here. Uh, it was a clerical error. If if I can, that's as simply as I can nail it down to. Other than Ottawa at the very start said there was no restrictions. Well, I mean. It- I'm not going to sit here and place blame anywhere because yeah. blame hasn't been placed anywhere, at least not by the NHL. The, the statement released was just that the trade was going to be reversed for uh, when sending Evgeny Dodonov to the Anaheim Ducks. But the fact of the matter is um, the, the, clear, the, the clear point that I want to make is the trade list initially was not sent to Vegas. It was sent to Ottawa and was the, with the team on that initial trade call yeah. that was supposed to be bringing that list to the table and whatever the reasoning is why they didn't have either the updated list or receipt of the updated list being provided on that trade call all parties agreed no restrictions so including central registry including central registry which drink exactly which is is what Everyone was operating under from the moment that trade call concluded and that trade became official. Back to the phone lines, 876-1340-702-876-1340. Lou, are you in Cabo? No, I'm not in Cabo. I'm actually uh, up on Sahara in the Beltway. <laughs> but uh, keep, keeping it uh, very domestic today. Um, you wanna, I'll, I'll apologize if I uh, go back over what you guys have already talked about, but obviously, as you said, no fault, a bunch of fortunate circumstances. But, Ryan, I saw a tweet from you earlier today, and I'll paraphrase a little bit. Thursday night, you call your show now that he's the night to shine. And I, I go back to the game the other night when Flurry got traded back to Minnesota, and Ken Talbot just stands on his head, knowing that his replacement is sitting over on the bench, you know, Zanoff's going to bring that same emotion into tomorrow night's game, saying, hey, I'm going to show you guys you made the wrong move. I'm going to kind of run it back at you a little bit. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I, I think that Evgeny Dodonov is going to have a big-time night for the Vegas Golden Knights tomorrow. If he's in the lineup, I see no reason to believe that there's going to be a situation where he's giving anything less than his best effort because there's a lot of pride just in being an NHL player. Then there's the pride of going 
everything that he went through over the last 50 hours or so just so that he could stay here. Yeah. Right? Like, like that's, that's the part of this where, where I think some, you know, some people might have it a little bit misguided is that I think Dodonov's giving you everything that he has because he likes this setup. He loves being a part of this team. And he's in there battling with his teammates and you don't shortchange your teammates or anything like that. I look at tomorrow as an opportunity for Evgeny Dodonov to go out there and do exactly what he was doing before the trade deadline. And that is be what this team needs in order to pick up wins and hopefully make the playoffs. Uh, Lou, if he goes out there and he scores uh, the fans, the the players, the coaches, they're going to be like on their feet. And, yeah, it'll be a, a fight just to get to the front of the line to see who's the happiest for him <laughs> uh, be, be, between uh, uh, that group uh, uh, at T-Mobile Arena and the, the people watching and listening uh, on radio and television because uh, he, he's a very well-liked player within that dressing room. This this wasn't one where yeah, there's a malcontent and the team would, would uh, the teammates or the coaches were like, oh, we, like, we almost got rid of that. He's gonna no, they, they like him, and he's, and he's a contributor to the team he's he's got 15 goals like they they, mm-hmm. they, they need his uh they can use his production uh right now so even though they the deal was intended to send him to anaheim uh on a short-term situation where you don't have stone you don't have smith you don't have patch uh, uh in the lineup you can still use that that player right now yeah and you know it, it's interesting too because for for me when you look at, say, the, the situation surrounding the Boston Bruins and Jake DeBrusque, Jake DeBrusque requesting a trade and the Bruins essentially finding an avenue for him to be a part of this team moving forward, and you're getting great production out of a player that's looking to move on to, great, to, to better pastures or different pastures or whatever, uh, he's still able to perform. His teammates around him are still able to perform. I think that you might get everyone pulling on the rope for Evgeny Dodonov here. Like, you you look at that room for the Golden Knights and you look at all the players that have been out, and it has to kind of rejuvenate them too. All all the players that were in the lineup the last two games where you weren't able to score, all of a sudden you get a guy that was red hot going into the trade deadline back into your lineup, injected there. I I think you can see a a bit of a spark potentially from the Vegas Golden Knights here. Lou, stay safe out there. Uh, I will, uh, and I said this to my buddy last night, uh, if Dodonov could have played in Minnesota, he would have played. Sure. If Dodonov was allowed to play last night in Winnipeg, he he, he would have played. Yeah. And Jake DeBrusque, and I use the exact same comparison, but I uh, a little more colorfully. <laughs> Jake DeBrusque was a thousand percent more pissed off mm-hmm. at his situation in Boston than Evgeny Dodonov has ever been in Vegas. Sure. To the point where. Dodonov wants to play here, and DeBrusque asked for asked for a trade. So uh, that's that's as as plainly as I can put that. Uh, back to the phone lines: seven zero two eight seven six one three four zero. One line is open. Chris, you're up next. Hey guys, really love the show. Uh, as a fellow Chris, I just want to say that I, I I actually look forward to the catching up with Chapman segments. We won't hold that against you, Chris. <laughs> my hero. Anyway, on the Dodonov thing, I guess my question is, you see these no-trade clauses in contracts with guys in other sports all the time, and they, they, if somebody wants to get moved to a different team that is on their no-trade list, there's some sort of a sweetener or some sort of a, a side deal or something that's made to, to 
entice him to uh, allow that uh, that trade to move forward? Is there is that nope. a possibility in hockey? I, I guess nope. I'm just not sure how the contracts nope. work. And you know, that's a great question. Uh, awesome question, Chris, uh, and and great topic. That's why I love talking to our audience because they bring up things that uh, that I don't even think about uh, going down. But uh, in in the National Hockey League, uh, you can't hope uh, you can't just throw uh, a bonus in here or something in there. Uh, because and the reason why you can't is because all those things are are considered to be uh, payment to the player, yep. and that is uh, a salary cap violation, right? Because it's considered to be uh, monies or or benefits uh, to the player, and and you can't do that. Like you couldn't. Uh, private flights uh, to, to Cabo, all that, all that kind of stuff. You can't do that because that's that's violation of, uh, of, the, of the salary cap. So uh, that's, a, that's a great point uh, uh, to you. You can't do it. In, now, uh, I, I want to be clear that, that players have said, I don't want to go to San Jose. Mm-hmm. In, and I'm picking San Jose as an arbitrary uh, team. It plays well uh, here. I, <laughs> exactly. That's a good point. Uh, <laughs> I, I will not play for uh, San Jose. They're part of my six-team no-trade list. Uh, t- teams have gone to uh, the player and said, look, San Jose wants you. We, we, would like, uh, we like the deal that they're offering. Uh, will you go? Will you go there? Would you consider that? Uh, we're we're going to move you, um, and uh, we'd like to do this deal with San Jose. That has happened before. Mm-hmm. It didn't happen here because Vegas didn't feel like they had to go to the player and say we want to trade you to to Anaheim, but uh, you don't want uh, to go to Anaheim because it's on your ten team list. Because Vegas was under the uh, impression that there was no restrictions there. So uh, there's, there's a little bit uh, uh, of nuance in, in that. Uh, back to the phone line, 702-876-1340. She has already dialed the number. We're looking forward to it. Uh, Rita, I've been waiting for this moment for a couple of days. What do you have? Oh, I have Twitter hangover to begin with. <laughs> but um, my real question is, and I like that enough. I think he's a good player and he helps the team. We got to get people off of LTIR yep. and the salary cap. Now, if I missed this, I'm sorry. I got the drive through at Taco Bell, so I may have missed you saying this. But what kind of maneuvering, and I do mean maneuvering because it's going to take some thinking, do we do to get ourselves cap, cap compliant and get our players back because we need them? Uh, Rita, what did you get at Taco Bell? I got the uh, Nachos Del Grande. Solid choice. I, I see. That's I love Rita. I love Rita. Uh, I'm married already, but Rita, I I, I love you. Uh, so I have, I have not gone down. I have not gone down the rabbit hole of uh, who they could activate and who they can't activate. Uh, be be uh, because of the the salary cap. Uh, I I just want to. I'm fully uh, upfront uh, about that. But as I stated today in a little uh, group uh, water cooler session mm. uh, at, the, at the office with a few of my colleagues, if they get to that stage, that's a really good thing. Mm-hmm. And there's only 16 games left. Like, we're not talking November here, and this could happen, that could happen. We're, the, there's not a lot of runway left here. So that would, that would take a whole lot of healing and things going in the Vegas Golden Knights' favor for it to happen. Uh, and the way things have already gone, 
Um, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna sit back and wait for it to occur. And if it occurs, good. And and that's a good problem to have at this point. Would it have been so much easier without Dodonov's contract, Rita? Absolutely. Would it have been uh, freed up uh, a lot of cash next year uh, without the five million dollars in the books, uh, Rita? Absolutely. But uh, as far as right now, like nobody's out of the lineup tomorrow night mm-hmm. because Dodonov is is here. So okay, well, I've got one more thing. Yep. Um, watching, I think it was the NHL Network, they were saying we can still trade Dodonov. Yes, but he wouldn't be able to play the rest of the season or in the playoffs. I think that's just screwing Dodonov even more. But I don't know what options we have. Well, you, you got to make a hard decision there, and I'll I'll pick Arizona. Mm-hmm. Arizona uh, is the one that Elliot Friedman picked, and uh, and I and I piggybacked, and I talked to Elliot uh, uh, today, <laughs> uh, and and told him that I was going to piggyback on a lot of his reporting and uh, compliment uh, what I know. Uh, so he picked uh, Arizona. I don't know whether Dodonov has Arizona on his list or not. Yeah, they could trade him uh, to Arizona. Uh, under the new regulations with the CBA, uh, Dodonov would be ineligible to play for the rest of this season. You're, you're in the 16 games left. Uh, that would be uh, at least it's not the whole season, but sure. it would. Uh, Dodonov's a hockey player. He wants to play uh, hockey. They have a limited uh, career uh, time span, but uh, but you're right, Rita. Uh, he would not be eligible uh, wherever he he could still be traded now just not eligible to play for the rest of the season, regular season or playoffs. And I think that's kind of the, the big thing to, to keep in mind, kind of in, in the back pocket here, is that down the stretch, if the Golden Knights need to make any tough decisions when it comes to yeah. salary cap, if they need to make any tough decisions when it comes to activating players, should they get to that point, A, awesome, because uh, you'd love to see Mark Stone back on the ice right. if you're a Vegas Golden Knights fan. But uh, it will require some tough decisions and how you go about looking at freeing that money up uh, is really going to be predicated on whether or not you can get players back in lineup. There is the potential that this is not over for Dodonov. Sure. Like there is that avenue that he could still be traded. Yep. Uh, But until that time comes where Vegas wants to activate uh, their roster, uh, I'll just sit back and, and hope that they can get healthy. Uh, back to the phone lines. Uh, one more to come. Gordon, welcome to the VGK Insider Show. How's your Twitter hangover? Uh, thanks, Darren. It's, uh, it feels like it never ends. Um, I, I do want to call out the, the dedication of, of Rita calling in from a Taco Bell drive-thru. That's got to be one of the coolest things I've ever heard. Uh, look, um, hold on. Papa, Papa Lou calls in from Cabo on the yeah. beach with his Corona all the time. Yeah. That, That's not bad. That's a luxury, though. Like, Lou, I love you, but, but that is just, uh, that's soaking it in. That's, that's being uh, above and beyond where we could ever be in the cool factor. Rita, she's just living life and, <laughs> and, and going through it and talk about drive through So, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I, I, I'll even, Lou, you're, you're going to run a close second to Rita on this one. <laughs> that's called living your best life. Um, I wanted to pose a hypothetical to, to the three of you. You've just signed an NHL contract for a large sum of money, and you get to make your first purchase. What's the first purchase going to be? A uh, bullet blender. Wow, that's it. Just to be totally different. No, I'm I'm, okay. I'm, I'm going I'm, I'm going car. I'm going car all day. 
Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Ryan? No, I'm, I'm buying a camper. I'm buying I'm buying a deluxe camper, and you know, not that I'm going like to be able motor home yeah, or, or a yeah, trailer. Yeah, yeah, no, like like a motor, like home. an RV. Yeah, yeah, because in the off season, I'm just going to be off the grid the entire time. Oh wow, yeah. uh, Chapman, I'm afraid to I'm afraid to put this, <laughs> but uh, but Gordon opened it up to the three of us. I I would pay off my mother's mortgage. It's so uh, lame. It's not lame. That's so lame. What are you talking about? Oh listen, listen. I, here's the thing. I have ladies a, and gentlemen, Darren Millard. Doesn't like mothers, apparently. <sighs> Noted I, good guy, Darren Millard. I, I, listen, I would have plenty of money to do a lot of other stuff. Mom's number one. I'm paying off the mortgage. Lamest thing I've ever it's heard not, right listen, there. Listen, I would not be, <laughs> I would not have made the NHL without the dedication of hockey mom, Mrs. Linda Chapman. So that's that's priority number I, one. I, I don't mind you paying off the mortgage. That's fine. It's just not the first thing you do. Listen, like, I, like you've I got said, thirty days uh, hopefully I, uh, to, to to pay it off. I have the next listen. The the Aston Martin <laughs> comes next, but mom mom is number one. I'm but I'm driving up to the bank to pay off the mortgage in my Aston Martin or <laughs> or in my Ferrari. <laughs> Gordon, where, where where are you at on this, Gordon? Uh, it, it's going to sound silly living in the desert, but uh, jet ski. No, listen. Oh. Go down the Laughlin, Colorado River. What's what's remaining of it? And uh, okay, oh, yeah. is it is it let it fly the, a little bit? Yeah, one one person uh, jet ski. Or are you getting the uh, the big one that you can uh, have have passengers on and tow a skier? It's, it's a two seater. Um, it's gonna have uh, it's gonna have a good engine in it. Uh, we'll, we'll be towing tubers, and uh, uh, I might even be able to open up a transport business with it. Uh, maybe a, a water taxi. Uh, they have those back where we're from, Chapman, but not so much out here. Um, where, where are you from, so, Gordon? Long Island in New York. Huh. Uh, island gives away that it's surrounded by water. The water taxi is a, is a thing. Truly does. Are you in favor? Like, do you do you buy the whole paying off mom's mortgage thing as the first thing, or do you do you wait on that? I don't know about the first thing. Yeah. Um, I mean. Uh, shout out to, to Alice Weigers. Uh, she's she's in a good good position herself. Uh, she needs the money. I, I hope she would ask. Yeah. Um, I, I sure I, in my current situation, I sure as heck take enough of hers um, just to to help me pay for my my Pokemon cards and whatnot. But uh, <laughs> I, I, I think it's it's a jet ski, and then you know if Alice needs it, I'll I'll. I'll I'll, I'll call up Chapman and, and ask step-by-step uh, step on how to do it. That was a pure PR play that Chapman just <laughs> dropped. Gordon, just ask Chapman to pay for it. He'll, he'll give away his money. I don't think so. I'm not, I'm not giving away the cash, but, uh, yeah, Mom, Mom will always be number one. Oh, my goodness. And, I like, obviously we love our moms, but that was just a PR play. With who? My my mom doesn't listen to the show. Absolutely. No, you're just sucking up to the whole audience. That's all that was. Uh, Gordon, uh, thanks for the call. Appreciate it. And if you get that jet ski, can I go for a tube? Nope. Thank you for asking, though. (laughs) That's the right answer. Just put right back uh, on me. Uh, Chapman. Yes. Do you have any um, comments on the whole Dodonov situation? Well, I I mean, listen, it. I think you guys have done a really good job of covering it, and my my whole take is I feel bad for Evgeny Dodonov because this is no fault of his. Um, I hope that there's no ill will 
by the fans towards him because he made the decision. Look, I, I will put it out there. If I was in that situation, I'm absolutely standing my ground on the situation. I have a no-movement clause for a reason. And if, it, if it's due to taxes, that's a lot of money. That's a lot of money we're talking about. I, I, I put it out on Twitter, and so people— The reasoning have, actually doesn't matter. No, 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 you're you right. You're right. right. But, but I, I would absolutely stand my ground. And the other thing is, if I didn't stand my ground and I was like, oh, okay, ho-hum, I think it hurts— a lot of players in the NHL who have that no-movement clause. So I'm absolutely going to stand my ground for myself, but I'm also going to stand my ground for the players that that also have no-movement clauses because if one guy cracks, I think it may hurt others in future okay. negotiations. People, people have accepted trades with no-movement No, no but, but it's it's a little bit different when when the team may come to you and say, hey, you know, maybe we, we, we want you to do us a favor. Can you really help us out? Like... It doesn't sound like that was the case. It doesn't sound like the Donoff well, knew because there there was no yeah exactly. So so it's not the fault of the Golden Knights that that took place either. But I would absolutely stand my ground. I have a no movement clause for a reason. I have my reasons for not wanting to play in certain markets. I I don't blame him one bit in this. I think every player should have there should be no no move clauses in the NHL, like. There shouldn't be a, a full no move. There shouldn't be a f- ten team no move. Mm. There shouldn't be a six team no move. You should every but every player can get one team. One, yeah, one team. That'd be fun. Yeah, but the I, I the the counter to that is the players union has fought really really hard. It's hypothetical, Chapman. <laughs> I'm making it up. No, I I know, but but. The counter to that is there should be the players should have a say on if I wanted to go play well, in a certain Chapman, market Chapman, I would sign with I'm them as a free agent. Fun here. Chapman and and also everything's a negotiation, right? Yeah. So like if if you if you're looking at that from a management owner's perspective of saying, okay, well, just limit it to every player has some type of protection in this situation, one per contract, but one per contract, then what are the players going to ask in return, right? Like everything's a negotiation. You. First of all, this is just an exercise in fun because it's been a heavy, heavy 90 minutes. But yeah. uh, beyond that, think think about it from that perspective. If I'm a player looking at that, okay, well, let's see if we can improve something that we want to improve. Well, on yeah, our escrow maybe being the, the, the one thing that would probably pop out to me. But, yeah, I mean, obviously everything's a negotiation. But one I per contract. So if I sign a three-year contract, mm-hmm. I get one veto. So what would it be? Where would and, it be for you? And then if I sign a six-year contract, I would get one veto. That would actually oh. make it so players would want shorter yeah. contracts. Yeah, I'm all about it. Let's so go. It, it opens up a whole new avenue of possibilities. Yeah. What's your veto, Darren? He's which, not going to tell you that. Which organization would I not go to? Yeah. Oh, that's a... Well, I love <laughs> Vegas, so so that's not on my, my list. I'm, I'm certainly playing in Vegas. Uh, it would probably come down to taxes. Mm. Now, the Montreal Canadiens are probably the most taxed organization when, when you play there because between the Canadian taxes and the Quebec taxes. Okay. But that's an original six team. So that uh, does that outweigh the, the loss of money? Um <laughs> It would it would be a team that's not competitive. Can I can I tell you what my team would be? Sure. Ottawa. Really? Yeah. 
just because of this situation? It just seems, like, like it just, you got a bad it, taste in the mouth. Yeah, it just seems like it it, it fits. It mm. just seems like it fits. Given the given the entirety of our show today, I think Ottawa seems like it fits. And hey, I'm like, I'm not really good as part of a team. I would I would go with a team that's not going to be in in any type of contention for. So if I have a three year deal right now. Mm-hmm. I signed that deal, and I've got one veto for the next three years. I would go Arizona because they're, go. they're not going to be in contention. Following that, that logic, I'd go Ottawa. Yeah, it's not that, that, that totally work. Yeah. Chapman, what about you? New Jersey, believe it or not. I would not. First of all, taxes, property taxes in New Jersey are unbelievably high. Huh. I just rent. And the other aspect <laughs> of it is I, having been – Born and bred in New Jersey, I would not want the pressure of having to be the guy to help save the franchise. I, I love I don't, how deep you go on these scenarios. I don't. I don't want that pressure. <laughs> I'd play for Philadelphia. I'd play for the Rangers. I don't want to play for the Devils. Philadelphia has got the meanest fan base in the world. <laughs> yeah, but I don't want the. But you pressure. don't want pressure of New they Jersey. Santa Claus. That's, Chapman. But that's okay. What are going to do to you? I I, I can live nice. with that. But See, if this I is fail, why we only let you talk for five. Oh, minutes if I failed, I wouldn't want to have to go back and face the music. Man, I failed for my 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 favorite franchise as a kid, a team I watched win multiple Stanley Cups. So afraid of failure. What about the confidence of success? Uh, we are going to uh, move on now. Uh, thanks to. Uh, Gordon, Rita, Chris, Lou, Mike, Stephanie, Kevin from Sioux Falls, South Dakota. When we come back, it's one-timers, news and notes from around the National Hockey League. And we have tickets to give away to the Vegas Golden Knights and the Chicago Blackhawks on Saturday, noon start. We'll get into that as we continue on Fox Sports Las Vegas, live from Finley Volkswagen in the Valley Automall, right here on location. Maybe a two-on-one. Petrangelo gets it. He shoots. He scores. It's time for one-timers. One-timers. Short-handed goal. Alex Petrangelo. Quick looks at some of the biggest stories of the day on the VGK Insiders Show. One-timers presented by Paul Powell Law. More lawyer, less fee. You guys watching any of the uh, Toronto Maple Leafs and New Jersey Devils game? I am. What do you think of the sweaters that they're wearing? I mean, I, I'm a big fan of blue. Black and blue is a pretty cool combination. It looks awesome. I'm just a little bummed they didn't reverse the. Jo- they didn't uh, wear the other side of the jersey. It's a reversible jersey, so let's let's get both uh, sides represented here in the game. Justin Bieber helped design them. I know. In collaboration with. Yep. You know what that means? That Justin Bieber designed them. Yeah, but I, we don't really know how much he did. Well, I mean, it's like mostly the. The yellow side of the jersey is mostly one of his designs for his clothing company. So mm-hmm. it's like pretty much just reversible Bieber. sweaters. Yeah. You know how much that would save for equipment managers? Yeah, but they're both black. No, but if you did if you did home and away. Yeah, I just don't know that you can do that. But like Adidas wouldn't be happy about that. Well, I mean it would work for the it would work for the, the teams, mm-hmm. right? Like maybe you just have one for the teams or you just you know, release a, an authentic jersey that's reversible and you charge twice the amount of a regular oh, jersey. Oh, see, that isn't a bad idea. That's good. Bi- that's business right there. I don't You're know welcome. if it's good business or, or <laughs> bad business or mean business, but uh, but that's that's a businessman talking uh, through, uh, through that. Uh, Penguins and Sabres also tied uh, at one. Uh, the uh, Toronto Maple Leafs uh, starting uh, Mrazek tonight in goal. Mm-hmm. Placed yep. them on waivers, cleared waivers. Sheldon Keefe had a really interesting conversation with them. Hmm. You should be humbled 
because you were put on waivers and you cleared waivers. <laughs> like that. That's a tough conversation, oh, that's isn't it? Fantastic, yeah. And he's allowed two goals on fourteen shots. That's uh, tough. J- Jacob Middleton uh, make his wild debut when they host the Vancouver Canucks uh, tomorrow. Uh, Jared Spurgeon practiced on the top pair. I talked to Jared Spurgeon today hmm. uh, for my podcast. He's a cool dude. Yeah. Like a really cool dude. Yeah. He had the highest AAV in Minnesota Wild history hmm. until Kirill the Thrill. Well, if you're going to lose it to somebody, it doesn't, uh, doesn't hurt to lose it to Dollar Dollar Bill Kirill. You yeah. know what I mean? That's all he, He's, uh, they've got something going on. I, I don't mind the, the deals that they made. They added a lot of like, grit and toughness uh, to their team. They so, became harder to play against. They did uh, with uh, Delorier. I don't know how it's going to work out with Fleury and Delorier in the same room because they're both really exuberant personalities. Come on. And uh, No, I mean uh, uh, having some fun there. Just, they, you know. they take up. They're, they're both fun and wild and crazy. Well, they're all each other and mm-hmm. uh now there's you know going to be a situation where mark andre Fleury's coming in to another goalie tandem that it'll be interesting to see how it shakes out in the final 17 games of the season i don't know i haven't checked this but i was told Fleury had a three nothing shutout the first game that leonard had <laughs> arrived in vegas so he's seen that uh yeah. when so then uh, uh you know that all about uh, Cam Talbot with the three nothing shout out uh, the other day. Uh, let's uh, can we just uh, deal with uh, our game ratings? Yeah. Uh, brought to you by Nova Home Loans, best combination of service rates and fees. I know this is under the umbrella of of one timers, but mm-hmm. uh, I, I'm going to go three out of five for the Monday game because of all the chaos and the and the COVID. We're cutting them uh, a little bit of a slack on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Logan Thompson, great. And I'm going to go uh, three out of five yesterday because I don't know what more they can do. Well, I know. I know. You're going to well. say it. Say it. Say it. <laughs> well, they, they can score, Darren. Okay. Yep. Say it. But um, I, I thought this, with everything going on and, and, and uh, they, they, had, they lost they had seven guys out and then they mm-hmm. lost four from Saturday. So uh, I mean, listen, moral victories, like for sure. And, you know, if, if I were only looking at the process, I would probably be right where you are. But mm-hmm. – you have told me repeatedly over the course of the season, and ditch now the I've process. R- agreed to you ditch the process. And you know, in, in that case, it's you know zero goals in two games on the road. Great. Granted, I understand the circumstance argument for sure, uh, but no moral victories, especially when you look at what they need to do over the final 16 games to get into the playoffs. Um, going <sighs> bell pepper for both. Oh, yeah. oh, Chapman, quickly. Well, I'm going to throw LA in the mix because we didn't talk about that one. So that's a five. For okay. me, that's a Carolina Reaper. The next two, I'm going to go. Did we really not? No, we didn't. No, we, we haven't had a show. We haven't had a show. So, so that kind of that kind of helps the curve a little bit. But uh, yeah, the the last two, look, getting shut out on both games, no excuses. I'm going bell pepper for both. Right. Uh, Patrice Bergeron could be back Thursday. It's good for the Boston Bruins. Yeah. Uh, there's that. Uh, I loved what uh, Tampa and Florida did to build up. Uh, I, I don't know what anybody else can come out of that division between the two Vesna Trophy winning goaltenders. Uh, Boston, fine. You get, uh, oh, Brad Marchant's got his own cereal out yeah, too. Yeah, awesome. I want some. Marsh Munch. Marsh Munch. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, Boston, fine. Toronto, cool. But uh, Toronto, Edmonton, Washington, doesn't matter how they lose in the playoffs. Yeah. Goaltending's going to be blamed. Yeah, that's true. Um, on, on the Panthers, um, 
Aaron Eckblad needs to come back. Like that's that's really the, mm-hmm. the, the the main thing where I'm looking at the Florida Panthers, what they did at the trade deadline, and and the 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 thread that you can pull at to unravel everything is if Aaron Eckblad's injury keeps him out of first round matchup or deeper into the playoffs. Those are one timers presented by Paul Powell Law, more lawyer Les Fee catching up with Chapman's next on Fox Sports Las Vegas. When the guy wouldn't stop talking, we had no choice but to give him his own segment. It's time for Catching Up with Chapman. Tickets to Saturday's game between the Vegas Golden Knights and Chicago Blackhawks coming up. Don't call yet. We'll tell you when the lines are open. Chapman. Hi, Darren. So I was thinking about it last night because Dave Gosher had mentioned that the team had now played 66 games. The season is really, really winding down. There's only... I was looking at it. There's only a handful of home games remaining in this season, and it just seems like it's just flown by. Like, I don't know if it's because there was that pause for, or there was supposed to be the pause, but there was some time off, and I took some time off. But it just has something to do with that. But like, the season just seems like it flew by. Is it just me, or or have we just flown through 66 games? Uh, I think it's just you. It's just you, buddy. Really? No. But. I am stoked as one of the remaining home games is <laughs> April 18th against the Devils. So I, I am excited about that one. But uh, Amazing. get to see Jack Hughes, Dawson Mercer. I love that you just you just asked uh, two guys that do every single game, day in and day out, well, if the, the season the reason is why flown it, by. It does, like, if you're like last year, but they won seven, 75% of the games, Yeah, they, like that flies by. Yeah. There's been a lot of fits and starts and, and challenges yeah. and injuries and all kinds of uh, bumps in the road this year. It, it hasn't been uh, what I would call a smooth ride. <laughs> well, it, I never said smooth. I just it's said the, flown by. Well, yeah, but I mean, that affects when, the, the, when thing, the tempo. Yeah, it affects the flow. Like when there's a lot of, you know, face-offs and offsides and icings, it takes away the flow. It makes it feel longer. And when you look at the season as kind of the Murphy's Law season for the Vegas Golden Knights, I don't think that speed or tidiness or efficiency is what I'd use to describe this season. One month from tomorrow is the last home game when the San Jose Sharks roll into town. 702-876-1340. Tickets to Saturday's game between the Golden Knights and the Chicago Blackhawks available. Caller number 9. Caller number nine. Uh, give us a shout uh, right now. We'll be back with you tomorrow, 4 to 6, from T-Mobile Arena. Pre-game show for the game against the Nashville Predators, uh, 6 to 7. And then Gary Lawless and Dan Duva with the call on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Uh, Ryan, the hockey guy, will be there for all three hours tomorrow. And then the actual game. It's going to be fun. Vegas Golden Knights back at it tomorrow on Fox Sports.